Good afternoon, my good friends. Good afternoon. Welcome to my live stream. Welcome. Uh, name is uh, Andre Lefevre, independent citizen uh, journalist. Uh, I practice something um, that has become illegal in the United States, and that something is the First uh, Amendment. We're going to have a full live stream, uh, live, uh, stream, live uh, podcast for us today. It's uh, full, and uh, it's going to be extremely interesting. So please uh, retweet, and uh, please repost, uh, because I am being uh, shadow banned, and I'd like to grow my, uh, my presence on the platforms. And uh, please subscribe. We're going to talk about, uh, uh, about the fact that our southern border is collapsing, and the Democrats of the House just voted to let the illegals uh, vote in our elections. Uh, before I get to the meat of things, um, let me let my friends on Gab know that I am uh, periscoping. Uh, just a second here. Here we go. It just—it's actually not complicated. It just takes takes a moment. You need to uh, copy the URL and paste it on uh, uh, on Gab. So my buddy, my buds on Gab know that I'm periscoping. Here we go. It looks like it is doing it. It is doing it. Um, if you're watching me on my periscope, you're gonna see I did a little montage of uh, all uh, the of what's going on. On our southern border, uh, uh, people trying to climb over the um, uh, people are trying to climb over the um, uh, over the border. Oops, it did not work. Let's do it again. Um, for some reason, it is not. Uh, didn't want to post. Not quite sure why. Oops. Well, you know what. Let's let's get into it. For some reason, my uh, it, it did not work. Maybe internet connection wasn't that good. So let's get into this. As you can probably see on the screen, I did a little compilation, a video compilation, of all the bullcrap that's going on on our southern border. I'm coming to you from California, about 12 miles east of uh, downtown Los Angeles. It is 11:12 uh, in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Saturday, March 9, 2019. Uh, nowhere in the United States, states, I think, you feel the invasion of illegals more than we do in California. Uh, our state is overrun with the illegals. There are some estimates that roughly uh, 3 million illegal votes are cast in California. That gives permanent advantage uh, to the most liberal uh, Nazi-style uh, uh, Democrats uh, in, uh, in California. And uh, if not for the illegal vote, California uh, California elections would be similar to that in Arizona. There's a market difference. There's a market difference between the culture on the coast, where the professorial elite, who is uh, absolutely Marxist and collectivist in their political views, versus the, uh, the interior of the state, uh, Inland Empire, um, the desert, San Bernardino counties, and certain parts of Northern California. Uh, as soon as you drive up 20, 30 miles from the beach, you are back in the United States. On the coast, however, 
you might as well be in some weird Latin American country. They likes the character of um, and uh, and in the certain moral order of the Latin American countries, but the language is Spanish and it's a free for all. And uh, I pity uh, in the lower middle class and poor neighborhoods for those who do not speak Spanish and who are uh, Americans, and those are primarily black people in Los Angeles. Uh, there is a genocide, ethnic cleansing going on in Los Angeles that's not being reported. Uh, uh, that's not going to be reported a lot. Could you hold one second? Is everything okay, Sam? Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. My apologies, I'm, uh, I'm in the office, so that's good. So uh, there is an ethnic cleansing actually going on in, uh, in, Los, in Los Angeles County, where MS-13 and other Hispanic gangs simply chase the English speakers from their neighborhoods. And primarily the English speakers are uh, Americans of uh, the black Americans, the, the blacks. That's, they don't, don't tolerate anybody who don't conform to their idea how their neighborhood should be. And it's not, uh, and it's not reported. Uh, let me bring you a story from um, Washington Times, and let's see here. Uh, let me bring it up, and it'll take a moment to load. For some reason my internet connection is slow. Here we go. Uh, this is Washington Times, and. Um, this is a story from uh, the headline is uh, House Votes uh, in Favor of Illegal Immigrants Voting. And uh, let's see, maybe I can uh, do this. So maybe this will speed it up a little bit. Uh, the House Democrats voted Friday to defend the localities that allow illegal immigrants to vote in their elections, turning back a GOP attempt to discourage the practice. The vote marks a stunning reversal from just six months ago when the cha uh, chamber, under then GOP control, voted uh, to decry illegal immigrant voting. We are prepared to open up the political process and let all the people co uh, come in. Uh, Representative John Lewis of Georgia, Democrat and hero of the civil rights movement, told colleagues as he led opposition to the GOP measure. So, um, it is obvious that Democrats after raw power. Uh, since the border is collapsing, uh, since the uh, the border is collapsing, they are tasting, um, uh, they are tasting victory. Imagine millions upon millions of illegal immigrants who can vote. Uh, that brings me uh, to the uh, to the next uh, story that I found uh, on, uh, where did I find it? On the Washington Examiner. And uh, the headline, Refugee Flight from Venezuela Pace with Early Stages of Syrian uh, Civil War. And uh, he, unless you remember, let me remind you, uh, about uh, six years ago, when... Uh, the, uh, when the when CIA with, uh, with Saudi Arabia decided to collapse the regime of Syria, uh, several million refugees streamed into the Western Europe, creating chaos, mayhem, and political tur turmoil in Europe. But that's how it started. 
at some point, the globalists managed to collapse the borders, uh, uh, collapse the borders of Europe. And this uh, correlation is really important. The, uh, again, the headline, refugee flight from Venezuela on pace with early stage of Syrian war. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs, if my internet collection, uh, connection will allow that. Um, Venezuelans are fleeing strongman Nicolas Maduro's rule at a rate com uh, comparable to the early years of the Syrian civil war, according to a new report from the region's main international organization. The speed at which the total number of Venezuelan migrants and refugees has grown um, uh, as high as uh, that's, uh, that seemed in the first years of the Syrian crisis, a new report from the Organization of American States observed. So, uh, this is what's happening. Um, before we get to the next uh, uh, to the next story, to show you what neocons and um, to show uh, 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 show what neocons and the globalists are doing, it appears that we are ready to collapse Venezuela. There are a lot of reports, mostly from Russia and other non-American sources, is that we have uh, uh, moved our uh, forces into Colombia and Costa Rica for the eventual invasion of, um, uh, for the uh, eventual invasion of Venezuela. Uh, Nicolas Maduro, crime is very similar to that of Muammar Gaddafi's of Syria. He does not accept Bretton Woods agreement that oil on the world market could be only sold for American dollars, for petrodollars. He is deeply involved with China and Russia. China is not on our side in this, and China has never been on our side in this. It is not widely reported in American press, but uh, Russia is tightly allied with China, and both China and Russia are tightly aligned with Nicolas Maduro of Venezuela. They're the ones that are propping him up. Last year, Russia sold some uh, military attack planes uh, to, uh, uh, to Venezuela. Now, uh, obviously, the arrangement between Russia, Venezuela, and China by selling, uh, by selling them oil is not done in American dollars. It's not done in petrodollars. Uh, it's done in gold, and the Russians accept uh, uh, Chinese money as a uh, as exchange. There's also a lot of butter going on because Chinese are buying huge quantities of lumber uh, from uh, Russia, and they ship gold and guanis. Uh, I want to go back to this uh, to uh, to the Libya's Muammar Gaddafi. He was doing the similar thing, except he didn't have China and Russia backing him for the same degree. Also, we didn't have Donald Trump. We had uh, uh, evil Grandma Hillary as the Secretary of State and a globalist puppet, uh, who, uh, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, in the White House. Uh, Muammar Gaddafi decided to create a gold currency uh, for uh, uh, 
decided to create gold currency for um, uh, for the um, let me just change this. This is what's going on in Venezuela. If you're watching me on uh, uh, if you're watching me on uh, Periscope, Muammar Gaddafi decided to create gold currency for Africa and displacing that with petrodollars and the banking uh, uh, elite, uh, the uh, the banking ruling class uh, and the oil ruling class just could not stand for it. Remember how uh, evil grandma Hillary was gloating? We came, we saw, he died, and then the uh, the puppet of the banking and oil uh, globalists, uh, our wonderful uh, rhino senator from uh, Florida, Marco Rubio, retweeted the picture, uh, a gruesome picture. Uh, of um, Muammar Gaddafi uh, being killed uh, as a threat to uh, Nicolas Maduro. Now, the Juan Guaido, whatever his name is, who is uh, uh, who just proclaimed himself the president of the country because uh, uh, our uh, intelligence, primarily CIA and Department of Defense as well, uh, gave him the go-ahead to do it. Uh, he is... Uh, CIA trained. Uh, he went through advanced CIA training in George Washington University, from what I understand. And in case you uh, didn't do a lot of research, George Washington University and CIA are interconnected. It's an elite um, private school, well, supposedly private school in Washington D.C., and you don't know where the uh, uh, where the CIA ends and uh, the um, uh, George Washington uh, University begins. Um, now, uh, I am on, uh, going back to the southern border, I am on uh, VC Star. Uh, this was a story from last week from, uh, actually, where is this story from? Uh, yeah, it's from uh, March uh, 5th. Uh, the headline, uh, Border Patrol, 300% uh, spike in family apprehensions creates humanitarian crisis. So let's, uh, let's review what, what, what's going on. Uh, we are creating a turmoil. We're collapsing Venezuela. We are preparing a wave of uh, migrants fleeing Venezuela. Some estimates, as many as 8 million are going to uh, leave Venezuela if... Uh, we get involved in a civil war up there, and make no mistake, there's already civil war uh, going on there. Uh, just uh, take a look. Just take a look uh, at the footage. Uh, there's already uh, there's already civil war going on in uh, in Venezuela now. If uh, we bring our own troops, uh, uh, if we bring uh, if we bring our troops in there, it's only going to exacerbate. And I saw some estimates that as, uh, uh, as many as uh, 8 million um, refugees are going to leave Venezuela. Most of them are going to start heading north. Uh, Border Patrol already has 300% spike in family apprehensions. Uh, Democrats are voting uh, to extend uh, all illegal immigrants the right to vote. Uh, now the rhinos and uh, let me go to the right story. This is from uh, alipac.us. Uh, the headline should scare the bejesus out of you. 
the House is weighing uh, uh, TPS for Venezuelans. The Trump administration, uh, Washington, the White House is considering special protected immigration status for Venezuelans. So as soon as those uh, three to eight million uh, Venezuelan refugees uh, are going to hit our southern border, uh, if um, our rhinos will help, um, will have the Democrat Nazis extend them the uh, special protected immigration status, they'll be able to vote in our elections because that's what they're pushing. Right now, all those illegals are voting illegally. If the House votes for it and the rhinos in the Senate uh, ha uh, help them, it looks like President Trump is doing nothing to stop it. Uh, all those Venezuelan refugees, uh, and we're talking about millions. We're not talking about tens of thousands or thousands or hundreds. We're talking about millions. We'll be able to vote in our elections. All of those are going to vote Democrat, without exception. Those are ready-made Democrat voters. You can kiss the unique American culture goodbye. You can kiss the Bill of Rights goodbye. You can kiss our, uh, uh, you can kiss our Constitution goodbye. It also, I'm afraid, is going to create a race war. Uh, and we'll talk more about this, uh, this a little later. Um, let's see. I'm not going to go in there. So, we, we're going to talk about Mueller report uh, uh, in a second, but let me go to this window. Um, again, let me recap what's going on. The uh, globalist uh, neocons are collapsing uh, Venezuela, so send millions of uh, Democrat voters uh, north to collapse our southern border. Our southern border is collapsing already. Democrats are voting to let the illegals uh, vote in our elections. Now, uh, the uh, non-citizens can already vote in um, portions of the United States. I know that in uh, San Francisco, in some portions of um, progressive electorate uh, areas of uh, California, uh, green card holders can vote in, in the elections. Uh, what uh, Congress is doing is passing a law that illegal immigrants, uh, our invaders, can vote on our, uh, our elections. Uh, there are estimates that are between 22 and 30 million of illegals here already. The decent English-speaking people who believe in American Constitution of any ethnic background or any religion will be outvoted pretty soon. This is a power grab by, uh, uh, by the globalists. Let's, uh, let's talk more uh, about something going on but to tie it all together because I'm not suggesting that they will succeed, but what I'm suggesting is there is a move that's not being discussed very much uh, out loud, not only in the uh, corporate control media, but even among the alternative, so-called alternative media, the um, independent uh, uh, maybe Alex Jones discusses it uh, more than anybody else, but besides him, nobody really, nobody of prominence wants to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Let's talk about the Mueller report. What is uh, the Mueller uh, report? Uh, it is apparent that it has been leaked. 
has been leaked because uh, uh, Jerry Nadler, who has actually his own uh, uh, Russian collusion scandal, which I talk about in a little bit, uh, is not focusing his investigation of our president on the Russian collusion. He's focusing it on the obstruction of justice. The only way it could be explained is if he has the advanced knowledge of, uh, <coughs> excuse me, of what's in the report. What's weird is that Amazon has listed uh, the uh, Mueller uh, report uh, for sale. And let me bring this up. Uh, if uh, you uh, go to the Amazon.com, and let's see here. You can see that uh, the uh, Mueller report is for sale. It is available on March 26. Uh, you can get it. Let me see if I can bring it up so I can see it. Uh, just a second. Here we go. I got this uh, better. So it looks like it is available on the 26th. It has a um, uh, introduction by uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz, and you can buy it either on Kindle for 99 or paperback on uh, for 938. Um, let me take uh, this off so we can see this better. So. Um, it begs the question. So obviously it was leaked if it's uh, if it already was put uh, <coughs> for sale or pre uh, pre sale on uh, on Amazon. So a lot of people know what it is. Why are they holding it till the twenty sixth? I was under impression that uh, uh, the uh, according to our laws, uh, Robert Mueller had to pre has to present this report. Uh, to the Attorney General, Mr. Barr, and Mr. Barr decides what to do with it. Apparently not, unless Mr. Barr okayed this. And I don't know, I have not seen any reporting on this. So, let's, uh, let's just recap. Too many things are happening. There was an awful, um, awful compromise reached by uh, our President to end the government shutdown. Uh, as a result of this compromise, any adult with a child who steps on the U.S. soil can claim asylum and stay here indefinitely, and children will be eligible uh, for uh, for uh, past citizenship. There is no wall. It's being challenged in courts, so there's nothing preventing the mass illegal collapsing of our border. Again, remember, as soon as any adult who has a child, his or not, <coughs> steps on uh, on our soil, they can claim a political asylum and they cannot be removed. The Democrats uh, are pushing through a bill that will allow them to vote, whether they're here legally or illegally. We're collapsing uh, Venezuela to send millions of migrants Democrat voters north 
to help collapse our southern, uh, southern border. The Mueller uh, uh, report is for sale. Uh, Nadler is pushing impeachment of our president, who is, <coughs> as much as I've disgusted with his uh, inability to build the wall and protect us on our southern border, we don't have a replacement for him yet. I wish we had a firebrand um, libertarian conservative uh, patriot with whom we could replace Donald Trump, but we do not, so he's the only one we have. He, the way he is, he sticks in the Democrat crow. So it looks like they think they're putting this report on sale on 26th. There will be some sort of a, with, with the Democrats and with the progressive, it's, it's, it's never a coincidence. Something is planned for the 26th. So they're collapsing our border. They're sending the uh, millions of illegals our way. Now on the 26th, they're going to hit the impeachment uh, uh, button to deprive us from the chief executive who can uh, enforce the state of emergency and protect us from outright collapse of our sovereignty and us being taken over by the globalist UN. Now it's not a secret uh, that um, uh, it, is not, it is not a secret uh, that um, that those migrant uh, caravans, those invading illegal immigrant caravans are being coordinated, are being coordinated by the, um, uh, uh, are being coordinated by the, um, uh, by the UN. All right, uh, moving on. Um, Nadler, uh, you heard uh, the name, uh, uh, Jared Nadler, Jerry Nadler, uh, 10th District, uh, State of New York, 10th Congressional District. Um, he is a um, Schumer's water carrier. He's heading the Judiciary Committee, and he wants to impeach our president on uh, fake obstruction of justice that it appears he can get information and that he can get uh, the fake facts and the fake reasons for that impeachment. From the Mueller report that's going to go on sale, according to Amazon, on the 26th of this March. But I, I have to thank our side because uh, apparently uh, our political operatives are not quite uh, as helpless as I I thought they might be. I'm on Breitbart, and this story is from two days ago. The headline is uh, a report. Nadler's campaign uh, consultant also working on behalf of Russian uh, propagandist. So uh, Nadler has his own Russian collusion going. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, Democrat, New York has hired a campaign consultant who also lobbies on behalf uh, of the head of uh, a Russia propaganda outlet, even uh, as he launches an extensive investigation into President Trump alleged Russia ties, according to a report. The Daily um, Beast on Thursday reported that Mandler campaign consultant is Ezra uh, 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 Fredlander, a lobbyist and political uh, consultant who runs outreach uh, to the Orthodox Jewish community 
for Nadler's campaign. However, he is also a public relations executive whose newest client is the wife of Kirill Vyshinsky, the head of Russian state news media uh, outlet uh, RIA Novosti, Ukrainian arm. So, and uh, Novosti, in case you didn't know, is simply a propaganda organ now uh, of, uh, of the Russian government. And uh, it, it's getting even more interesting. Uh, the, uh, that means that Nadler has his own questionable ties to Russians, as well as, uh, as that his campaign is paying a consultant that is doing lobbying work for a Russian propagandist. The propagandist of Vyshensky is actually now in Ukrainian jail. So he, he took on a client while, uh, while, uh, while being on the staff of uh, Nadler's uh, campaign working for Nadler. He is uh, representing a man who is in Ukrainian jail charged with uh, by Ukrainians with treason. Granted, I, uh, no one should think much about Ukrainians and their laws. It's a weird uh, Nazi-style uh, regime in uh, Ukraine, but still, uh, this is weirdness beyond the being weird. Uh, according to the documents filed with the Justice Department, Vyshinsky's wife, uh, Irina, uh, hired a Freelander firm in November 2018 to attempt to secure her husband's release. Freelander said that neither uh, RIA, Novosti, or any other independent entity Spain him for that work, according to the Daily Beast. Uh, Freelander, uh, frame, Freelander framed his work for Vyshinsky as protecting a journalist, even though he works for Russian state media. Now, Vyshinsky is not a journalist. He is a government official at best. At worst, he is a Russian uh, in, uh, in uh, intelligence uh, officer. I, uh, yesterday morning, I actually called uh, uh, Nadler's office uh, to get a comment and to find out if he uh, expects to recuse himself uh, uh, from uh, investigating Donald Trump because of his own very questionable ties uh, to the Russian uh, government. Um, I left a message with a, with a staffer who uh, said she's not authorized to comment. As of yet, nobody, uh, nobody called me back. Nobody called me back. Uh, switching gears a little bit, I want to talk about uh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Manafort for a second. Uh, also, uh, yesterday I called the White House and tried to leave a message at the switchboard. We used to be able to do that to pardon uh, Paul Manafort. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, for some reason, there were business signals on one phone and uh, the other phone just came, the number just kept on ringing and ringing and ringing. So I sent an email to the White House. Now, I, I am not naive, I understand just one email from me is not going to do much of anything, but just uh, food for thought. If there are millions of uh, emails and phone calls uh, asking our elected uh, employee, Donald J. Trump, to pardon Paul Manafort, uh, that will make a big difference. Now, uh, Robert Mueller's uh, uh, jailing him, and uh, right now in the process of jail jailing Roger Stone, is not is uh, is not uh, is not a uh, uh, 
is not a is not a mistake. Is not a mistake. Let me go back uh, here. Got the wrong. Wanted to bring. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Uh, it's not a mistake. Uh, the fact that uh, the Democrats, through uh, Robert Mueller the third were able to take away Donald Trump's best political advisors is not a mistake. Because of what Robert Mueller did to both of those men, to Manafort and Roger Stone, uh, they cannot consult and they cannot help Donald Trump in their 2020 re-election campaign. And those two men were uh, instrumental in getting uh, Donald Trump uh, elected in the first place. They all played uh, small but pivotal roles. Roger Stone actually devised the original strategy and convinced uh, Donald Trump to run from what I understand, gave him a general path and help with suggestions. Paul Manafort is a master for working the convention floors. That's his speciality. Uh, if not for him, it is not clear whether uh, whether Donald Trump would have been nominated uh, by the uh, by the Republican Party. Because if you remember, in 2016 there was a big big move to steal the nomination from Donald Trump. Not the general election that was in the play too. No, steal the nomination itself, and that's why Donald Trump brought uh, Paul Manafort, who is very good at working the convention floor and understands all the legalities and systems. More than likely, if he didn't bring him in, uh, the um, Senator Cruz uh, uh, would have been uh, uh, would have been the nominee because Cruz by himself is just as good at that. Now, before we go, there is a story that I just have to, uh, that uh, I, I just, I, I just, I, I, I just have to touch upon. Um, I just have to touch upon. Just a second here. Uh, headline: Cyril Friend students uh, uh, projected swastika at school assembly. Now. This is a very interesting story. Sidewell, uh, uh, Sidewell uh, Friends uh, School in Washington, D.C. is a private school. Originally, it was a religious school uh, that, um, educates, that educates the powerful in our country. Uh, this story is uh, from, uh, let's see, from last week, I think it's from Wednesday or Thursday last week, the headline is, uh, Sidewell Friends Students Projected Swastikas at School Assembly. High school students uh, at one of the country's most elite schools projected swastikas on a screen at an afternoon assembly on Wednesdays. The Washington Post re uh, reports the head of the uh, a Sidewell Friends School informed families about the incident, saying that uh, Disappointed, dismayed, and deeply sorry. Um, I have a video I'm going to play you that explains um, from a uh, where is it from from WUSA nine that can explain it a lot better than I can. 
And after that, uh, I'm going to play you. Uh, we're going to discuss this. It's because it is obvious that bigotry and racism in our country only exists among the ruling class who is uh, progressive and who is a Democrat. And just remember that uh, Democrat Party, Democrat Party has always been a racist party. Jim Crow of slavery and Democratic Party before World War II was ideologically aligned with Benito Mussolini and um, Adolf Hitler. So let's watch this uh, this vid and uh, it's, it's about two and a half. Since most months. prestigious private schools, a place that has educated the children of presidents and the region's elite. But tonight, Sidwell Friends School in Northwest D.C. is reeling for the third time in months from the prominent display of symbols of hate. Here's Bruce Lachan with the story. Outside the Holocaust Museum, shock and anger over the swastikas at Sidwell. This is upsetting, and we need to be more sensitive to everyone's histories. Sidwell is a Quaker school known for progressive values, but now racked again by symbols of hate. On Wednesday, in the midst of an assembly of about 500 9th through 12th graders, at least two students projected swastikas and racist usernames onto a large screen at the front of the room. First, you're going to go to getkahoot.com. A student presenter had invited his fellow students to join a game-based learning platform called Kahoot. Two usernames with swastikas rolled to the top of a trivia game. The room went silent and an administrator signaled to the student to cut off the screen. The head of school sent home a letter. We are deeply disheartened and disturbed by this incident, which is an extremely serious breach of our school's honor code and harassment policy. There is no place for hate in our community. But according to the Huffington Post, this is the third swastika incident at the school in the last few months. Well, you heard what happened. Tim Poole, who appeared on Rubin Report uh, this week, right after his triumphant uh, destruction of Jack Dorsey on Joe Rogan's show the next day, said a lot better than can ever had why, why upper-class white kids are so racist and so intolerant uh, to everything, why they support, uh, why they are what they are. So um, let's play, let me play you this clip. It's, it's about what, uh, it's about a minute and a half long. Okay. Satay okay. peanut sauce or something? <laughs> uh, Tim, I don't agree with your politics, but I love how this discussion went on, or how your discussion went on Joe Rogan's podcast. Well done, sir. A lot of people, they're just saying nice things. Um, <laughs> Where are the people who hate me? Let's see. Okay, the word, money. Uh, the word fascist, hence Nazi, is among the fighting words not protected. Does this change either of your minds about these terms, uh, Chaplinsky versus New Hampshire? I mean, I, I don't believe in hate speech, period. So I think you, with, with the exception of the very tiner, tiny limitations on speech, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater or call, call for di direct violence. And I think you can do whatever you want. So even though yeah. those guys were calling us a Nazi today, I'm not actually for them getting booted. The only yeah, no. reason I was sharing it was to show the idiotic double standards, exactly. especially after if, the interview of yesterday. If, if Twitter wants to claim they're trying to prevent us from leaving, the only reason I haven't left Twitter is because I'm an adult 
who understands the, <laughs> in the world people say mean things. Yeah. But there are some people who are not emotionally mature enough. And I think there's a so according to the more in common document by the Hidden Tribes group using YouGov data, progressives are like eight percent. They're overwhelmingly white. They tend to make they're more than twice as likely to make a hundred thousand dollars per year. What does that mean? You've got a bunch of well-off, more likely to be well-off white people who haven't been in the real world, who are who have bulldozer parents who have cleared every obstacle out from in front of them, and when they go in the real world, they meet someone who says, "I just plain don't like you," and they go. <gasps> Yeah. It's a real offense to them. They've never experienced that before. Yeah, I was homeless. So I'll say this too. When All right. So that was, uh, that was Tim Pool's reaction. And um, I can't say that. Um, I just can't say it uh, any better than that. This is precisely why the upper class wealthy kids who constitute, according to Tim Pool, but 8% of the progressives of all of them were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they have no idea how to get along with people, why we having problems with them. How do you spell Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her elk? This is where the problem lies. This is where the true racism in, few, in real bigotry lies among the white people who consider themselves the ruling, uh, the ruling class. Um, I appreciate you joining me. Um, again, the main story that worries me a lot is the fact that our southern border is uh, slowly collapsing, that uh, our uh, legal employees in Washington, D.C. want it to collapse, that they want um, to give uh, the illegals the vote. They are creating uh, the uh, they're creating a civil war in uh, Venezuela that will send millions of uh, illegal Democrat voters into United States through the collapsed border. There is no indication that uh, any significant uh, border wall will ever be built. You know, 50, 70, 100, even 200 miles of it is not going to stop it. Um, we need the wall from from sea to shine and sea, 10 feet tall. But it's not going to happen. Uh, my hope is that there are two reasons why I am not absolutely discouraged about our future. A is because I believe in us, the deplorables. We still have enough political muscle uh, to uh, force the mass deportation and uh, prevention of uh, all of the illegal Democrat voters entering our country. Uh, the, what I'm witnessing among us is the loss of, uh, uh, the loss of uh, empathy uh, towards this illegal uh, invaders and uh, loss of empathy towards uh, Democrat politicians constantly tagging. Uh, constantly pushing our uh, uh, guilt button on uh, on us, um, and the second, um, even though a lot of those things are organized, I'm watching our progressive movement in our country. The Democrat Nazis are fracturing, and by fracturing, they are going to lose more and more power. And uh, as they're going to lose power because they are fracturing. 
uh, our side will be able to solve uh, the border crisis problem. But it is a problem. It's much huger. It has a lot more implications that they say. It's not about caring for women and children. It's not about caring for nice and cuddly uh, illegal immigrants or giving them jobs and giving them benefits. It's about preserving our American way of life because they don't like us and they, they want us gone. But it's true for the illegal invaders and it's true for our power elite. Our power elite simply wants to replace us, uh, American citizens, the middle class citizens, uh, who vote our conscience, who um, are individualists, who move this country, and who hire them. And we believe that politicians in Washington, D.C., our, our, our employees, they want to replace us with the people from the third world who are compliant, uh, who are not co uh, causing waves, and who look at the power elite as the rulers rather than employees. This is just that simple. And at the end, I know we will win, but uh, we cannot go back to sleep like we did for many, many decades, even before we were born. Uh, thank God we have internet, and thank God we have a new uh, crop of citizen journalists and politicians and um, the religious leaders who are working very hard to restore the greatness of uh, our country. Uh, I'm still at work. I'm a true blue citizen journalist. Uh, I don't get paid for this. Uh, so uh, please subscribe, uh, follow me, uh, please uh, uh, retweet uh, this uh, podcast, uh, this live stream, uh, repost it. And God bless you. I'll see you Monday. God bless you.